Welcome to Founder Fridays on Evolve, a podcast about social entrepreneurs changing the world. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and today we're here with founder Elon Steinhardt. Now, if you're new to the show, on Fridays, we feature inspiring founders from our very own Evolve community. The rest of the week, we have long-form interviews with a variety of social impact founders, visionary leaders, and social enterprise experts as they share how they built startups that are solving the world's greatest challenges. To be featured on a Founder Friday, you can join our Patreon community of like-minded founders that are just like you who are changing the world. To join, go to evolvethe.world slash community and click the Patreon button. Now, today's featured founder is Elon Steinhardt, co-founder and CEO of Eclipse Food, which makes plant-based milk that is indistinguishable from conventional dairy in taste, texture, and functionality. So Elon, go ahead and introduce yourself and why Eclipse Foods is such a game changer for our food system. Sure thing. My name is Elon. I'm the co-founder and CEO at Eclipse Foods. Prior to starting Eclipse, I was at the Good Food Institute which is the leading nonprofit in the alternative protein space. I joined there as one of the first employees to help start their innovation department, which really meant two things. One was running an incubator for the plant-based space, so helping other companies get funded, started, go to market, et cetera. And the second was evangelizing the space. So going to basically all the top business schools, Harvard, MIT, Stanford, Berkeley, et cetera, and medical schools, in order to get the best and brightest minds to start companies that transform the food system. So for me, it's very much been all about uh, that mission of creating a more healthy, humane, and sustainable food system. And that's why I started Eclipse with Thomas. I'll give you a little bit of background on Thomas, and then I'll jump into what Eclipse does. Okay. Thomas, my co-founder, was the director of product development at Hampton Creek, just. So he was responsible for creating some of the best-selling plant-based products in the world, including Just Mayo, the cookies. He oversaw the team that did the Just Egg. And then before that, he was a superstar chef. So chef Stage at a total of 16 Michelin stars around the globe. Oh. Yeah. Twice nominated James Beard, Rising Star Chef, named Zagat's 30 Under 30, and always in molecular gastronomy. So how do we use science to make food do things that we never anticipated the food to do? Yeah. So this guide perfect skill set and total food genius to do exactly what we're doing at Eclipse, which is making plant-based dairy products that are indistinguishable from their animal counterparts in taste, texture, and functionality. The, the press is sometimes called this the beyond meat or impossible foods of dairy. And it's, it's exactly that. It's because the end product is just like dairy. What's the big problem that you guys are trying to solve with this? So I mentioned a little bit earlier the, the mission, right, of creating more sustainable, healthy, and humane food system. And that's really the problem that brought Thomas and I together. The problem is that industrial animal agriculture, factory farming as it's known, is a really, really broken system that doesn't serve anyone, like none of the constituents. It doesn't serve the planet. It's destroying the planet. And in fact, in, according to the UN, Industrial animal agriculture is responsible for more climate change than all of transportation combined. Um, Also responsible for 90% of the deforestation of the Amazon rainforest, mass extinctions, like all these crazy things, right? So it doesn't serve the planet. It doesn't serve people. People are in the Western world that eat the products of industrial animal agriculture actually really sick. And excessive consumption of animal products has been shown to be linked to every single one of the top killing diseases in the West. So obesity, hypertension, diabetes, heart disease, 
all of these things, risk, these risks tied to industrial animal agriculture. And finally, the constituent of the animals, right? This is yeah. a system that does not work well for animals. In fact, there's 56 billion animals that are living day-to-day lives that are so miserable that if they were dogs or cats, which are a protected class of animals in the United States, it would actually warrant felony cruelty to animal charges. So mm. it's just a system that is that is broken. It's not sustainable. And if we want to live a life where we can eat delicious things and we can enjoy the outdoors and, and we can live life as we know it, then we have to change that system. And so that's exactly why I got into the plant-based food movement, because you look at plant-based foods compared to animal-based foods, and we're talking fractions of the land use, fraction of the energy use, fraction of the water use. The, the CO2 emissions are, are significantly less. So those are the big problems. And we think that this is one of the best solutions for the sustainability aspect, for the health aspect, and also for the animal. Yeah, what do you guys see as your unique position in your guys' solution? You mentioned, you know, Beyond Meats uh, before. There's quite a few people in the space. Uh, you know, one aspect I see is the aspect of, you know, chef quality taste food that you're talking about before marrying this to actually get consumers to want it. But where do you guys see your unique proposition in your solution? Yeah, that's a, a really good question. First of all, I'll kind of explain how we solve the problem effective way, right? Which is that when we looked at Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods, what they showed us is that if you make a product that is similar enough to its animal counterpart, like very similar, in fact, then you can actually win mainstream consumers over and bring them over to eating more plant-based. Mm. And that's something that we didn't see before. But in fact, Impossible and Beyond, more than 90% of their consumers are omnivores. They eat meat as well. And so right. we're solving the problem by doing the exact same thing in dairy. We're bringing in that massive mainstream market that today doesn't even really think about plant-based dairy. You know, milk is kind of the leader with about 40% of households actually having purchased plant-based milk, but the other categories of like cheese and ice cream and everything like that, very, very small household penetration. That's what we're going after. That's how we're solving the problem. And the way we're doing it, to answer your question directly, the way we're doing it very uniquely is that we're the first ever plant-based product that actually has that taste, texture, and functionality of dairy. Mm -hmm. We're able to do that through a pretty miraculous invention or discovery rather, and that is creating a milk that functions like a dairy milk. And so in the same way that you would use a cow's milk to make cheese or ice cream or any other yeah. dairy product, you use Eclipse's milk to make those same products. And that's what leads to that taste, texture, and functionality. But what's exciting is that it's all plant-based, 100%. It's non-GMO. Our base is free from all the top allergens. So it's kind of this really advanced thing, but also something very simple. And in fact, you mentioned the, the chef part. We're the only plant-based company that was founded and that our products were created by a Michelin chef, like 16 Michelin stars, right? And so yeah. culinary excellence and, and taste is in our DNA. And that's another very exciting thing in addition to the product tasting amazing and kind of the, the technology behind that. Yeah, I think that's a super important part. Instead of trying to make people, you know, choose to eat a plant-based diet and have to sacrifice on taste or something that they are so used to or, you know, making ice cream a certain way or whatnot using this certain type of milk. If you can basically replace a process that people are already doing with something that they love just as much or more, then I think you're you know, you're hitting a home run then. Yeah, that's exactly it. You have to make things very, very easy for people. 
because changing behavior is hard. Changing what people put in their mouths and what they eat is even harder. And so making it extremely easy and delicious is, is super important. How are you guys uh, making revenue so far? And you know, what's your traction been? So the, the story of our uh, go-to-market is actually pretty classic to the, to the times right now. So we initially went out to market through food service, which is restaurants, ice cream shops, amusement parks, things like that, right? And it was, it was a phenomenal go-to-market. Like we started by launching very much like Impossible Foods, launched with David Chang and got a lot of credibility by working with the best of the best in meat. So we launched mm-hmm. with Humphrey Slocum on the West Coast and Odd Fellows on the East Coast. These are two really high-end ice cream ice cream shops. You know, Humphrey Slocum was named uh, Food Network Top 5 Ice Creams and Odd Fellows is founded by a famous pastry chef turned ice cream wizard, as they call him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we partnered with them and, and it was a hit. Like people were really captivated by this idea of, whoa, it's like the plant-based ice cream that is actually tastes like ice cream. And we were on the front page of CNN and we were in print and that's a chronicle. And we were in the Wall Street Journal and Washington Post. And we got hundreds and hundreds of businesses coming to us and saying, hey, we want this product. And what the product was is this liquid base, like an ice cream base that ice cream shops could spit up with their own flavors. And then we also had our liquid vanilla and liquid chocolate that we were selling for soft serve. And you could also spin it up in ice cream, but most people were putting in soft serve machines. And we had all this interest. We had all this demand and we signed on Google and it was incredible. They were increasing their orders and we signed on a bunch of big customers that I can't actually talk about, but we were just like a day away from launching with them. And it was just incredibly exciting. We were going to have nationwide distribution. It was the whole, the works. And then COVID hit. <laughs> you knew this was coming. Yeah. And obviously all of that kind of just slowed down to a halt pretty suddenly. And so we looked at, at our go-to-market and we said, look, this was obviously amazing. Like we could feel the rattling of the rocket ship taking off, but the world has changed and we need to look at other channels. So we launched our direct-to-consumer channel, which is actually on shop.eclipsefoods.com. We offer nationwide shipping. And in order to launch that channel, we did something really exciting, kind of continuing with that credibility, building that credibility and you know, leaning on our background of being very credible culinary people as well. Right. And so we partnered with some of the most highly acclaimed chefs in the nation and the world to create collaboration flavors, limited time, only available on Eclipse. So, for example, we have a, a collaboration with Chef Corey Lee from Benue. That's a three Michelin star restaurant. It's a palmier cookie calvados caramel ice cream. It's like a James Beard uh, lauded ice cream made plant-based. So really, really fun things. We have, yeah, Michael Tusk is also a three Michelin star, has a three Michelin star restaurant. Yeah, some rising star chefs, like tons and tons of amazing chefs. We had 20 plus partnerships. And that obviously was a really exciting way to bring our product online to the market. And then obviously now, just like many other plant-based and food companies in general, we're growing our retail and grocery. So okay. Right now we're in the Bay Area and LA in limited locations, but that's uh, that's going to be growing significantly in the next uh, months ahead. And so, yeah, th- those three approaches are, are still going strong. Food service, we've actually launched with Afters Ice Cream. They're, uh, I think, 30 location 
ice cream shop in Southern California and, and the food service thing is continuing as well. Yeah. So in, uh, in the retail locations, are you able to get shelf space close to, you know, the regular dairy products? One of the big things for like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods is they were able to get their meats like next to the actual meat. So it's a really easy decision making process for the consumer. Yeah, you're totally right. I was actually just looking at data on this before this call and it was about a 30% sales lift just by moving mm -hmm. the, the Beyond Meat product from the vegan ghetto, as they call it sometimes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and to the meat aisle. So I'm sure there, that data is, you know, varies a lot, but that's the data that I was looking at. So the, the good news is, I think for almost all plant-based ice creams, is that the freezer is just this continuous space. It does blend together. Like usually retailers will put based in one door and then dairy based in another door. But it, it is a lot better than, you know, the, the vegan freezer being somewhere tucked in the back and then the dairy. Right. So in that respect, yeah, we've been able to do that. And the results have been excellent. We, you know, we're a new brand launching during COVID where there's no demoing. Like there's a lot of hurdles <laughs> for new brands. And, and if anyone here yeah. is listening that, that is an entrepreneur in the food space and is feeling down because it's tough to launch a new brand during COVID, I just want to say like, it is extremely tough. It's probably the toughest time in in the recent history because there's no demos and retailers are kind of bunkering down, things like that. So anyways, with all that being said, we've actually been able to see velocities that are incredible. Our like number one selling SKU is actually selling better in our kind of flagship retailers than the number one selling plant-based ice cream at Whole Foods which is wow. amazing. And actually it turns yep. out that that is the number one selling plant-based ice cream pint at Whole Foods is actually the number one ice cream pint at Whole Foods. So our product is performing better than the number one ice cream at Whole Foods, which is That's amazing. Exciting. Yeah. And our average velocities across the board are also um, super, super strong, stronger than the average plant-based in Whole Foods. And again, this is a brand new brand. So it looks very promising. Very nice. Well, uh, what's the biggest struggle that you were having? I mean, obviously we've talked about COVID, but inside of your startup or as a founder? Yeah, our culture at Eclipse is extremely people first and we really care about each other. We're extremely supportive. It, it truly is like the, the best part, aside from maybe working on the mission, which is just incredible. Right? The best part right. of like the organization is it's just it's our people it's the team it's it's like the camaraderie and honestly the support that we give each other and all these things and one of the one of the toughest things for me is as a leader of an early stage startup where the team is so important is such an edge is how do we continue to harness that energy in a time where we can't see each other and it's right. all over video and by the time that <clears throat> by the time that the week is is through right Everyone's zoomed out. Like no one wants to get another Zoom call just to to you know have a beer in front of a screen. So right. that's been one of the biggest challenges is how do we continue this momentum, yeah, of camaraderie and of culture building, especially when we've onboarded uh, a lot of people <laughs> during COVID. Mm. And so there's a lot of people who have literally never met a single person at their company in person. And yeah. we have to somehow overcome that and, and build uh, relationships and build friendships. Yeah. In this unprecedented, these unprecedented times. So that's been a challenge, but I mean, all the results 
from our internal surveys are, are showing that we're doing a good job. It's just, it requires effort and, and a lot of intention. Yeah. Do you have any uh, just quick examples of some of the stuff that you're doing to kind of overcome that challenge? Yeah, it's a good question. So one of them is the Zoom calls, even though people are over Zoomed. So we had a Thanksgiving party. We do regular happy hours. We set aside time for people to just drop in if they need to check in on, on anything, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one kind of more structured thing. The other thing is within our culture, we we've established that all doors are open always. We have a Slack channel. People can message each other. People can message me if they have any concerns. So those have been good things. I mean, we've also had some sort of like creative company specific things. So we sent everyone just a random gift that is, I think, particular to you know their interests and things like that. So those are some of the examples. But I think there's yeah, there's always there's always ways to improve. Absolutely. Well, where can people um, find out about you, find out about the startup and get in contact if they want to help out? So if you want to check out some of the amazing Chef Collab flavors or our flavors and you want to try the product, you know, trying is believing. I've made some big claims about the taste, the texture, about our product in general. So I would say go to shop.eclipsefoods.com to try the product, order it to your door. If you want to follow us in terms of just like latest developments, we're on Instagram. So at Eclipse Foods, that's a good spot. I'm on Twitter. Elon Steinhardt. I'm also on LinkedIn and then our website, eclipsefoods.com. And yeah, if people want to support, they can they can je- definitely just send a message to hello at eclipsefoods.com and let us know what they what they're thinking, what they have in mind. We're always open. We're a young startup. We're very nimble. We love people who who care about our mission. So thanks for having me, Brandon. Absolutely. And we'll put all those links inside the show notes. so Everybody's able to easily access those. And thank you so much, Elon, for coming on and sharing about Eclipse Food. Yeah, this was really fun. I appreciate you. That was Elon Steinhardt, co-founder and CEO of Eclipse Foods. As a reminder, if you want to join our community of inspiring and purpose-driven founders just like Elon, then go ahead and head over to evolvethe.world slash community. That's evolvethe.world slash community and click on the Patreon button. Not only will you get a chance to be featured on our Founder Fridays, but you will also gain access to exclusive content, extended interviews, and step-by-step guides from all the startup experts that we interview. Go to evolvethe.world slash community and click on the Patreon button to join now. Thank you for listening and joining the Evolution Revolution. If this episode was impactful for you, then share it with a friend, because pushing the world to evolve takes more than just you or I. Until next time, my friends keep evolving.